0: Welcome to the Common Man Hedge Fund Podcast. Here you will learn secrets to generating more monthly income using your existing retirement assets. You'll also learn techniques that will allow you to hedge your investments against an inevitable market drop and the coming bear market. I'm your host, Chris Wilson. Now let's get started. Hey guys, Chris from Spectrum Education. I wanted to talk today briefly about an article that I read that really caught my attention this the publication is called mint and i think this was actually published in the wall street journal so i'm not going to read the whole thing but there are bits and pieces that i thought were very interesting and it kind of reinforces the message that i've been preaching for the last several months so this guy's a fund manager i'm not going to say his name but basically he has made a whole bunch of money when the market tanked he made a whole lot in 2008 and he made a lot in 2020 when we got the big huge pullback so the article states, Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve might be in the process of driving the stock market over a cliff by tightening into a recession. That is one potential scenario envisioned by fund manager, blah blah, who actually thinks the Fed will blink soon on rate increases. He isn't explicitly betting on either outcome, but would likely find himself in the headlines again if the more dire one comes true. The last time there was a contraction in the U.S. economy, his firm, Something Something Investments, he's basically got a hedge fund, earned an astounding 4,000% return in a matter of weeks. All right, 4,000%. That's 40X. So, you know, if you invested $1, you made $40. If you invested $10, you made $400. That's that's astounding returns. And obviously, he's using options, derivatives, put options. But the time before that, during the financial crisis, he more than doubled clients' money even as the value of stocks was cut in half. In between these two downturns, the fund made $1 billion in a single day during the flash crash. Okay, individual investors would love to buy the sort of crash protection that this guy, who it says he's a protege of black swan author Nassim Taleb, he wrote about black swan events. So, if you think about statistics and probability, if you get way out on the left side or way out on the right side of a normal distribution curve, the probability of an event happening is very, 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 very low yet they happen way more than they should and that's what is known as a black swan basically if you know if something has a 0.001% probability of happening if you look back over the last 100 years it may have happened half a percent or something like that i mean it's just it's crazy how much more those type of crazy events happen than they should based on statistics and probability and and that's called black swans people also call it fat tails but it's basically the risk of the worst happening so uh so he goes on to say in the article, but they can't, and in their attempts to recreate it and gain some peace of mind, they wind up hurting their returns. Techniques techniques range from chronically wrong attempts to read the economic tea leaves and time the market to the use of products or investments touted as hedges. For example, exchange-traded notes that rise in value on down days for the market have become some of the most traded instruments on U.S. stock exchanges since the pandemic began. The ProShares Ultra Pro Short QQQ which delivers three times the daily inverse of the tech-heavy NASDAQ 100, has shined, rising 32% over the past 12 months. But many of its fans fail to grasp how awful it is to own in the long run, having lost 99.9% of its value since its 2010 inception. Getting the timing slightly wrong during the past year has stung too, with 45 days when the note's price fell by 5% or more, and 7 days when it fell by at least 10%. So. Basically, what they're talking about is there are ETFs that you can buy that are designed to hedge, but they only do it on a daily basis. So if if you if, if it's 3x the NASDAQ 100, which is QQQ, on the inverse, then if the NASDAQ is up 1%, then your inverse 3x is down 3%. It's, just, it's basically just whatever the one day's return is, it's three times that in the opposite direction. So if the... Uh, you know, if if the Nasdaq were down like the other day, I think the market was down about four percent in one day. If the Nasdaq was down four percent in one day. Then that fund would be up twelve percent in one day, three x. Okay, but but what the article is saying is those things don't work to hold. You can't hold them for even. I, I would argue more than two weeks, three weeks. If you're if you're holding something like that, the the variation just kind of eats away at you. And I mean, there's a lot of math that you can prove that it it the value degrades, but it's not something good to hold. But it is, if you can figure out a way to get the timing right, it, it is very effective in as a hedge. Okay, so going on with the article, even the classic 60-40 stock bond portfolio meant to smooth out returns in choppy markets has disappointed this year with inflation surging losing about 16% through Friday, nearly as bad as owning a total stock market index fund. Gold, a traditional inflation hedge, has lost 9% this year, and digital gold, Bitcoin, has done far worse, falling 57%, through Friday. Risk and reward are traditionally seen as a trade off. A smoother return means settling for a lower one. Okay, and this guy wrote a book published a year ago, argues that it needn't be. A leaked copy of his fund's returns over its first decade through mid 2008, which predates its pandemic bonanza, shows that a portfolio with in his fund, which uses sophisticated derivatives to profit from extreme market moves, and the rest in an S&P 500 index fund turned $10,000 into roughly $32,000, one that just on the index grew to $25,000. Other portfolios with traditional hedges such as gold and treasury bonds did even worse. Okay, so this guy says in an interview that individuals just can't replicate that result. His answer as to the next best thing for an individual investor is what Warren Buffett would recommend, just buy and hold stocks for the long run. Alright, so basically, here's what the guy's doing. He's invested, he's long the market, but he is carving out a percentage or a portion of the portfolio to hedge that's going to make a ton of money if the market tanks. And over time, if the market tanks, that portfolio is going to do a lot better because instead of where, where you're losing money on your long portfolio, your hedges make more than it loses and it ends up doing better over time. Now, what he said is that an individual investor can't do that. I would argue just the opposite. An individual investor can do that if they learn how to do it with options. And it's not really that hard. You you have to have the education, you have to have the software, you have to know how to set it up and manage the risk. But I've been talking about this for a while. Right now, my key focus has been on generating income, but it's very straightforward to set up a portfolio that is basically hedged to the downside. You just gotta figure out a way to pay for it. So. I saw I read an article a couple of days ago where a guy was using technical analysis. So he was long all the time and when the when the market or his stock or whatever downward on I think he was using a 10-day simple moving average, then that was his alarm to put on his hedges. So what he would do is he would go way out on the downside in puts and I think he was using like 5 delta puts which are way out of the money, but he was using a spread. So instead of just outright buying a put option, he was buying a put spread. So he's buying one, selling one, and he was doing it with quite a bit of time. He was using 60 days. I think if I were going to do it that way, I'd probably use 90 days. And then you just hold it for like 30 days and then you get rid of it when 30 days pass. So he had a hard time stop of 30 days, but basically what he was doing is putting on a hedge where if we get a huge, large pullback, that trade was going to make a lot of money. But it was only gonna cost a small amount of money. So it's basically a big risk reward trade or a big reward to risk trade, but you've gotta figure out a way to either time it right or you've gotta figure out a way to pay for it. So what I like to do is, you know, have a constant hedge all the time but use some of the income trades that I teach about to help pay for that ongoing hedge. And that's a great strategy. The other thing is if, if you figure out a good way to use some market timing, some technical analysis, you can be very selective when you put your hedges on. But here's the thing and this is what this is the point. This is what I want you to think about. You know, sophisticated investors have enough money, uh, if your net worth is three million plus, you can hire one of these hedge funds and you can put some of your money with them and they're gonna make a lot of money in a downturn and that's going to offset You know some of your losses. But you can do this yourself. You really can. You just got to learn how to do it. Everything I teach is how... I, I don't teach necessarily a specific system. I share a lot of what I do. But my goal and my passion is to teach people about options. If you learn how options work and how to manage the risk, you can get so creative in setting up whatever trade you want. I mean, you can use options for income, which a ton of people are doing wheel type strategies where they're selling puts, selling covered calls, and they're just turning it over and over and over and making plenty of income. But you can also just have your normal portfolio like you do, you know, invest it in whatever it's invested in, but carve out a little bit of money on the side and learn how to use options to hedge that portfolio. And you can actually do it with a fairly small amount or, or a small percentage of your overall money, but it can make a huge difference when we get in this market like we're in right now. So... We're at a very precarious spot right now, and I've been talking about it for, for the last year. The 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 whole system, the whole global system, is at an inflection point. The Fed has pumped so much money, and not just the Fed, but the, the global money uh, people, I don't know what else to call them, have been pumping money into the world economy for really the last 10 years. We're at a point now where that's kind of slowing down and potentially stopping and reversing. If we start having to pull money out, and we're, you know, inflation's at almost double digits. I mean, it has been for months now. So the Fed is, is full force doing what they have to do to stop inflation. Well, if that persists and goes on for a while, I mean, this, the market's not going to continue. It's We're not at the bottom here and it's just going to go right on to making 10% a year. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that have that wishful thinking, but I, I could be wrong. But I just do not think that we can continue the way that we have been without something totally breaking or blown up. And I think that there's enough people in the know that that know we've got to change something. It's not sustainable. So what's the most probable outcome going forward? Well, in my opinion, we're going to get a market that may go sideways for three years, five years, seven years. I mean, we may not be, we may not make new highs for, for years. If that's the case, you've got to come up with another strategy to generate returns and income. You know, obviously dividends are great. Fixed income investments now are starting to pay a little bit of return, but you know, two, three, four percent is I okay if you've been in that paradigm and in that model for your whole investing career. But just think about if you could learn to generate more income than that and make six to twelve to eighteen percent a year by learning how to sell and in the meantime, learn how to hedge and protect yourself against a big crash. So so anyway, I, I wanted to share that article. There are people out there that are doing this on an institutional level. You know, this guy made four thousand percent when the market crashed and basically the way you do that is you You buy puts, you buy some sort of of leveraged speculation that the market is going to pull back. The thing is if you don't have some way to pay for that, or if you hold it for too long and it doesn't happen, then it's dragging against your upward returns. And that's why you can't you can't have a hedge on just all the time without having some way to pay for it. Or you've got to put it on, get the timing right, and then get out. That's the only way it works. So if you want to learn more, check out my website, commonmanhedgefund.com. Uh, I've got lots of new courses that I'm working on. My My main course is called Option Basics, and that's a foundation to learn all about options, puts calls, how to buy them, how to sell them, uh, a good explanation of the Greeks. I'm working on a, a specific income course. I'm working on a hedging course. I'm working on some really advanced stuff. One new course that I'm just formulating right now that I'm starting to kind of do some study and, and figure out how I want to convey it is, is basically how to use graphical software for risk management there's a lot of it out there but I don't think people know how to do it you can really manage your risk very well if you learn how to use some of the tools that the brokerages have in, in looking at p l graphs and you can uh, you can uh, coupled with learn, understanding the Greeks and what they mean you can really set up your trades where they have huge risk reward benefits. By learning how to look at them graphically. So that's what I'm working on. Check out my website. Let me know if I can help you. Thanks. Have a great day.